0: She's so stale in here Everybody's running scared We used
1: to be so carefree we Used to be so happy Used to have everything we need
2: Welcome to Village Mentality, where melanated people are connected in spirit, love, and community. What's up, kings and queens, beautiful people everywhere? It's your girl, C.K. McGee, and I am your host. Hey there, beautiful people. How's everyone doing? It's so good to be back with all of you after a short hiatus. And as always, I pray that you're all doing as well as you can be. Welcome to the premiere of my seventh season of Village Mentality. I'm so glad to have you all here with me in the village. And you're welcome to join me each and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'd also like to give a warm welcome to those of you who may be tuning in for the very first time. Now, if you're looking to see what Village Mentality is all about, then you're welcome to catch up on all previous episodes of Village Mentality on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and The Awakened Lounge. And I also provide links to each episode on both Instagram and Facebook, and I'll share those with you at the end of the show. But thanks again to all of you for joining. As a mental health and wellness advocate with lived experience, each week I'll be talking about different topics that could impact our mental health. Now, I'm focused on BIPOC communities because as an African-American woman, I'm extremely concerned about communities of color and their mental health. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, then you've heard me identify myself as a person with lived experience, which means that I am someone who lives with and manages on a daily basis, mental health conditions of my own. Now that is perhaps one of the biggest reasons why my advocacy is so important to me. Now yes, advocacy can often mean providing support for or recommendations of a particular cause or policy. And at this time in my journey, my advocacy is focused on a cause which is to do my part to help destigmatize mental illness and to normalize conversations around our mental health. Now, as far as mental health is concerned, it really does not matter who you are or where you're from because we can all be impacted. And that is something that we all must know and understand. Culturally speaking, not everyone has the same perspective when it comes to mental health, and it could be a barrier to seeking the support that may be very much needed. That is why it's so important for me to provide as much information as I can so that we can all be better equipped in making informed decisions. Again, we may not all have mental illness, but we have mental health, and we need to make sure that we're taking care of it. It's important for us to know, that there are many different ways in which our mental health can be affected, showing that poor mental health outcomes are not always caused by chemical imbalance, but it can also be from the various stressors, trauma, or circumstances that we can all face from time to time in our lives. And through education and advocacy by individuals like myself who have lived experience with either mental health conditions or substance use, The hope is that we'll be able to show up in more effective ways to support those around us that may be suffering. The stigma of mental illness and conversations about our mental health, it can be more difficult for marginalized and intersectional groups, and it interferes with our ability to take care of our mental health as we should. Now, beautiful people, I'm always, always talking about self-care and how very important it is And it's a tool that I encourage us all to use in our daily lives or to at least set some time aside for it on the weekends. I realize that we tend to be busier during the week and self-care is just something that we have to be intentional about when incorporating it into our lives. Now, there are many different ways that we can practice self-care, especially when we view it holistically. The benefits of learning to take care of ourselves extends beyond us, and it has a positive impact on all those whom we encounter. Now, for someone who's in crisis or who may be experiencing emotional distress, self-care will be the furthest thing from your mind, and I get that. Because in all truth, self-care is, it's actually something that you grow into. It's not an automatic practice, especially if you've been in crisis. But what's important about it is that When we begin the process of learning how to identify the things that we need to do in order to take better care of ourselves, not only do you feel good, but you'll be able to show up for others more effectively. Now, self-care as a whole involves tending to our body, intellect, mind, practical needs, social needs, and spirit. To practice self-care, beautiful people, you need to make time for it. But the great thing is this, it doesn't take a lot of time. There are some simple things that you can do in like 10 minutes, yep, 10 minutes a day. You can do things like a quick walk around the block, you know, get out of the office and get some fresh air, call a friend, catch up with someone that you haven't spoken to in a while. Watch something funny because laughter is always, always, always a good way to lift your mood and to help you feel better. Brain dump or journal. Sometimes writing things down and getting them out of your head can be very therapeutic. Clearing your mind of some of the things that may be bothering you can be a huge help. How about doing some coherent breathing? It can take as little as five to ten minutes. Just close your eyes and take a few slow deep breaths. I'm telling you, Village, this can be extremely relaxing. Perhaps you can do a guided meditation. Do a body scan so that you can bring some relaxation to your whole body. Eat a healthy snack. I love pistachios, unsalted, and I can eat them like they're going out of style. Plus, they're filling. How about turning on some music and dancing like no one is watching? And even if they are, shoot, who cares? Maybe you'll inspire them to join you. Practice mindfulness. This is another exercise where you can focus on your breathing. Crossing something off your to-do list, well that can always give you a sense of relief. And when you work to nurture all parts of yourself, there's a good chance you'll be happier and more balanced. Now, self-care is for everyone, and we need to realize that it's about self-preservation. Kings and queens, think about the way that we take care of everything else that matters in our lives, but we're always so hesitant, and we feel guilty about doing that same thing for ourselves. We need to put things into the proper perspective with regard to our overall health, and we need to do everything we can in order to replenish all that energy that we put out into the world when we are doing for others. So please take the time to practice self-care, check in with your needs and live each day in a way that protects your mental health because it is an integral part of your total well-being. Self-care helps us to rejuvenate our spirits and souls so that we can continue to be the fantabulous kings and queens that we most definitely are. And I'll be right here to remind us of that fact Each and every chance I get. You dig? And if you've heard the show before, then you know that there'll be plenty of music too. So I thought that we could start the season off getting our boogie on, you know, our groove thing, with music from the 70s. Ah, a special decade for me indeed. (laughs) So I hope that you'll sit back, relax, And enjoy the show. Now, without further ado, I believe that it's time for me to take my first walk of the evening to my musical jukebox. So beautiful people, I'm going to kick things off with this classic anthem, which is just as relevant today as it was when it was first released by this American singer, It was from their sixth album, Love Tracks, released in 1978. It was written by Freddie Perrin and Dino Ficaris. And you better believe that it was a top-selling song. It was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. And it's about a person's strength following an initially devastating breakup. And it received heavy airplay, honey. Here's one of my favorite songs of all time. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor.
1: Oh Oh, baby
2: That was cool in the gang with Ladies Night. It was released as the first single from their 11th album of the same name in 1979, and it's a play on the popular use of the words Ladies Night at bars and clubs that were meant to draw in more female patrons in order to draw in even more male clientele. The song as a single was a success, and it became a radio staple. It peaked at number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in 1980, and it stayed there for two weeks. Well, Village, you know me. I'd like to take a little bit of time to talk about some things, whether it be about current events, entertainment, or something that's just on my mind. So why don't we get into my segment called Let's Talk About It. Okay, beautiful people. So, one of the things that I like to do is to bring awareness to you, the village. Now, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and it's a dedicated time to raise awareness of the importance of quality mental health. Since 1949, this month has garnered awareness for substance use, suicide prevention, dismantling stigma around mental illness, and promoting emotional and mental well-being. After multiple surges of COVID-19, it became more important than ever to keep our mental health fine-tuned. Now, you know me. I always like to break things down a little bit so that we can all be on the same page, you know? So what exactly is mental health? Well, according to the experts at the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, mental health is the state of emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Mental health impacts the way we think, feel, and behave in our daily lives. And most importantly, our decisions and our ability to handle stress are significantly impacted by the status of our mental health. So if it's good or if it's bad, right? That's what that means. So it's been suggested, right, that we think about it in this way. If your physical health is for your body, then your mental health is for your brain. Okay? Just like physical health, mental health is a critical component of our well-being, and it matters at every stage of life. Now, remember, we may not all have mental illness, but we do all have mental health. And there may be times when our mental health is poor, but it does not mean that we have a mental illness. You feel me? Now, what's important to note is that one in five Americans live with a mental illness, a diagnosable condition that influences thinking, emotions, and behaviors. One in 24 has a serious mental illness such as bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, or major depressive disorder. And one in 12 has a diagnosable substance use disorder. Mental illness, just like physical illness, can be treated and it can affect anyone. In fact, here's something for all of you to know in the spirit of learning. A person can have a mental illness and still experience positive physical, emotional, occupational, and social wellness. We just need to remember to care for our mental health in the same way that we care for all other components of our health. There are many ways that we can take care of our mental health whether we are living with a mental illness or not. So let's talk about five ways to cultivate thriving mental health, all right? So up first, move. Yeah, move. Cardio and strength training have shown significant impact on positive mental health. Even walking for 10 to 15 minutes each day, or you know, if you begin your day with some simple stretches, that can benefit both your physical and emotional health. So prioritize movement, even in small amounts, all right? Number two, nourish. Now, nutrition is important for mental health as different food groups provide different vitamins and minerals such as vitamin D, iron, vitamin C, calcium, and others that help both our body and our brain to stay healthy. Three, strengthen your mind. Engaging in activities such as journaling, mindfulness, and gratitude can have significant impacts on positive mental health and for some preventing mental illness resilience can be achieved in a number of ways such as living intentionally and perhaps going to therapy now something else to consider is that medications for depression and anxiety can help to significantly improve one's well-being at every stage of life it has been said that the combination of medication and therapy can have the most lasting benefit but of course you know nothing is cookie cut and it's up for you to decide what works best for you on your recovery journey, all right? Number four, focus on healthy sleep. People underestimate the importance of sleep. Have you ever been so tired that your eyeballs hurt? Like, like seriously, they hurt? That is a bad thing, right? You're definitely not getting enough sleep then. But having a healthy sleep habit... You know, it positively impacts our overall health and it can also boost the immune system, strengthen the heart and improve our memories. All right. And of course, number five, last but not least, take advantage of resources. All right. There are many tools out there that can help to grow and maintain your mental health. So take advantage of them as they can help to boost your mental health each day And for the long term okay so these things are you know I don't know things like counseling coaching um, stress management critical incident stress management and one-at-a-time therapy among many others now village you know as always I encourage you to do your own research so that you can determine which of these as well as maybe any others will work best for you okay Here's to brighter days. I mentioned last season, Village, that it is my intention to honor Black history all throughout the year. It does not have to be regulated to February. Although, make no mistake, I honor the efforts that were put forth by Carter G. Woodson to have it be a part of lessons that were taught in schools, which at that time especially was a feat in and of itself. But we are recognizing that Black history is American history, and it's important to learn all aspects of it, the good as well as the bad. We need to see how far we've come and understand that there's still a lot of work to do. So, today in Black history, Singer James Brown, known as the Godfather of Soul for his game-changing style in funk, soul, and R&B, was born on May 3, 1933 in Barnwell, South Carolina. Brown has charted on the Billboard pop charts close to 100 times, and on the R&B charts at least over 100 times. Born into poverty, Brown got his start performing for soldiers to make money, He also worked other odd jobs including picking cotton. He was dismissed from school when he was 12 for not having proper clothes and found refuge in the church. He also joined the choir there. Brown spent three years in prison after stealing a car when he was 16. And while there, he he formed and led a prison choir. Now after meeting musician and singer Bobby Bird, he joined his group, the Gospel Starlighters. It was later renamed the famous Flames. Brown's showmanship brought him to the forefront of the group, and he soon scored his first hit, Please, Please, Please. And he later recorded a song called Try Me, which reached the number one spot on the R&B charts. In time, Brown became known as the hardest-working man in show business as he performed five or six nights a week in the 1950s and 60s. He's also known for fining his singers if they missed a note and telling them to improvise on the spot during live shows. He also recorded several songs about social activism. One song, Don't Be a Dropout, was recorded in 1966, and it was asking the Black community to put more emphasis on education. Following the assassination of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he recorded, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Brown's work has inspired generations of musicians, including Michael Jackson and Prince, and has been sampled by a plethora of contemporary artists at least 3,000 times, according to whosampled.com. The soul legend died at the age of 73 on December twenty-fifth, two 2006, after suffering From pneumonia. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Black History Wednesday. This next song was written and performed for the Saturday Night Fever motion picture soundtrack. This song was released in 1977 as the second single from the movie soundtrack. And it is definitely one of this group's signature songs. Here's the Bee Gees with Staying Alive. Next is this American trio with a song that was written by Wally Holmes and it was featured on their 1973 debut studio album Freedom for the Stallion. Now the single edit later appeared on certain editions of the band's 1974 album Rocking Soul. At first, it appeared like this song would be a flop because there were many months that went by without any airplay until... It became a disco favorite in the great city of New York. And then it became a top 40 hit. Here's the Hughes Corporation with their song, Rock the Boat. And when we come back, I will get into today's topic.
3: Since our voyage of love began, your touch has thrilled me like the rush of the wind, and your arms have held me safe from a rolling sea. There's always been a quiet place to harbor you and me. Our love is like a ship on the ocean. We've been sailing. with The strip that flows from you. Don't let me drift away, my dear, when love can see me through. Our love is like a ship on the ocean,
2: Hey, kings and Queens. So this evening, I'd like to talk with you about mindfulness and self care. These are terms that have become very popular, but really they have become more important in helping us to take better care of ourselves. All right. I think that the more people are beginning to, I think more and more, I should say, people are beginning to understand just how important it is for us to learn to take better care of ourselves and that we need to be intentional in setting aside the time to do so the words self-care and mindfulness are beginning to appear in headlines in product descriptions and best-selling books more often than they ever did before that is amazing to me and i'm so glad to hear that now while the thought of taking better care of yourself and having peace of mind seems compelling enough to perk up at every mention, you need to know what you're looking for before you pick a solution that works best for you, because I need you all to remember that there is no cookie-cut solution, right? Everyone is different, and you have to find what speaks to you, right? So here are some things to think about before you make your decision, okay? Okay. Do you want to build new resources that help you break from your daily routine or promote a better work-life balance, right? So you have to look at what it is that you want to accomplish. How about the fact that you may be feeling that physically you're wearing yourself too thin? Well, then in that case, self-care may be a good option to explore. And you all know that I'm always talking to you about the importance of self-care, right? I'm telling you, Village, that I can literally feel the difference when I slack off, okay, on taking care of myself. I can feel it. It can definitely be very easy for us to get caught up in other things, neglecting our health and well-being. But once you become accustomed to doing so, you will. I promise you, you will feel the difference and you will not feel too good about it either. Now, when you think about self-care, You can think about it as a way to take a break from work, or perhaps you need to get more sleep. You know, the things that you need to do in order to refresh yourself and to take a step back from the demands of your life, all right? So, you know, as I mentioned, it's a matter of self-preservation. And Dr. Jessica Kandorski, Ph.D. and director of the MS School Psychology Program at Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine says... That mindfulness, on the other hand, is more about changing your perspective on the outside world and your inner world. And it can be, I don't know, it can be a part of yourself, your self-care routine, I think. Right. So you're changing your perspective on the outside world and your inner world. Okay, so that could be self-care. We just talked about that a few moments ago. Right? Mindfulness, well, it's about being fully present and aware in the current moment, aware of our reactions to thoughts and situations. It's working on yourself from the inside out versus the outside in. Now, some results of practicing mindfulness is that it can help you to improve your relationship with your thoughts and to gain a more balanced perspective. So, here's what you need to know about mindfulness. At its core, mindfulness is about paying attention to what's going on in the moment in a purposeful way. It's about noticing a thought and then allowing it to just float away, recognizing the fleeting thoughts have no control over you. It's about grounding yourself in more concrete things and focusing on what's happening now versus what's, you know, what happened in the past or what may happen in the future. That can be overwhelming. If you're thinking about the future, you get yourself all worried because of the unknown. Or if you're like ruminating about the past, then that might make you feel depressed, right? There are things that happen in our past and, and you know what? Good, bad, ugly, and indifferent, they happened. We can't change them. All we can do at this point is learn from them and move on, all right? Now, if you are interested in becoming more mindful, then one of the best ways that you can do that is with meditation. Similar to the way that you work out your body when you want to be more physically fit, meditation works out the mind and thought processes. Now, because there are people who think that meditation is just about sitting around and turning your mind off, there can be a lot of hesitancy when it comes to this practice. But the good thing to know, beautiful people, is that there are different types of meditation. Dr. Kondorski tends to recommend guided meditation for people who are just starting out. There's also transcendal. Transcendal. Wait, I'm sorry. I totally messed up that word. <laughs> Where you can transcend yourself through meditation. <laughs> I apologize. But... What that is, is basically repeating a word, or a mantra, over and over again. So, another type of meditation that you may want to consider is guided imagery meditation, where someone guides you to think about a place where you feel calm and safe, and you imagine yourself there, right? Yoga can be at the intersection of mindfulness and self-care, because you'll definitely see the aspects of relaxation In the same way you would with some of your self-care practices, like getting a massage, for example. Now, the reason for this is that some of the different poses you take are incorporating your nervous system, all right? When yoga is practiced through mindful movements, that is when you're focused on and fully engaged, right, in the present moment, you can bring your mind back to exactly where you are in that moment, okay? And in that way, you can begin to strengthen that mind-body balance. Now, there are some therapeutic approaches to mindfulness. Cognitive Behavior Therapy, or CBT, it's very popular because it has a strong research-backed results for a variety of mental health ailments, all right, including anxiety and depression, CPT is all about changing your cognition or your inner dialogue. It's about modifying dysfunctional thought processes to build a better mental toolbox, which can help you understand your life situation from a more objective perspective. Now, there is also acceptance and commitment therapy, otherwise known as ACT, and it includes some of the same techniques as as, um, CPT does But it's less about changing your thoughts, and it's more about hmm, recognizing those thoughts and how you respond to them, all right? The sire of act stresses the acceptance of thoughts and feelings and the identification of life values. So when you're able to identify your inner dialogue and you can develop a more adaptive response to that dialogue, then you're able to act more in line with your values, despite the challenges. So beautiful people, before I wrap up, Dr. Kondorski has some quick and easy daily tips for us, all right? First, protect your sleep. Practice breathing techniques. Turn regular activities like walking into mindful moments. You know, an example of that could be like I don't know, noticing The the colors of of the trees, you know, the leaves or the flowers around or, you know, just any um, part of nature that catches your eye. You know, if you see a bird, you know, like a red robin or something, or maybe you're looking up at the sky and it's completely blue, no clouds. okay Um, all of those things are you being mindful and present in that moment while you're taking a walk, forgiving yourself. And also writing down what you're grateful for. The more I focus on what I'm grateful for, the better I feel. No lie. I know it probably sounds like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever, whatever. But no, I'm telling you, it's true. When you take the time to really sit down and and really think about what you have to be grateful for, you'll find that there's more to be grateful for than, you know, you might have even realized just the little things even matter a great deal right and then lastly practice preventative health so like if you notice that you know you're not feeling well <laughs> let's not wait until it gets out of hand now i am not really one to talk so i'm actually supposed to you know supposed to be going to a doctor sometime soon for like a full checkup Myself because I'm not good at that last part, see? So we all have something that we have to work on, including yours truly, all right? Now, I hope this information has been helpful in presenting some, you know, different options that you can look into. And remember, take time to find out which of these, you know, or any other options that you might find and discover work best for you, all right? Here's to brighter days. King of Pop, Michael Jackson, with his classic hit, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. It was written by Michael, and it was released by Epic Records in 1979. Now, this song comes from, honestly, one of my favorite albums by him, Off the Wall. And it was the first time that he had creative control. It was his second single to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And it was followed by... Another fan favorite, Y.M.C.A. by the American disco group The Village People. Now the song was written by Jacques Morali, also, who happened to be, he happened to be the um, records producer, and singer Victor Willis. A medley with Hot Cup, excuse me, Hot Cop, reached number two on Billboard's Dance Music Club Play Singles Chart while the song reached number two also on the Billboard Hot 100 in early 1979, placing it behind both La Freak by Chic and Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Now, outside the U.S., YMCA reached number one in the U.K. around the same time, becoming the group's biggest hit. It has sold two, excuse me, 12... Look at me playing them short. 12 million copies worldwide. Okay, Village, it's time for this week's inspirational story. And the name of this week's story is called The Mango Tree. The Mango Tree. Here's the story. Once upon a time there lived a big mango tree. A little boy loved to come and play around it every day. He climbed to the treetop, ate the mangoes, took a nap under the shadow. He loved the tree and the tree loved to play with him. Time went by and the little boy grew and he no longer played around the tree. One day, the boy came back to the tree with a sad look on his face. Come on and play with me. The tree asked the boy. I'm no longer a kid. I don't play around trees anymore. The boy replied, I want toys, but I need money to buy them. Sorry, I don't have money, but you can pick all my mangoes and sell them so you'll have some money. The boy was so excited. He picked all the mangoes on the tree and left happily. The boy did not come back. The tree was sad. Now, one day, the grown boy, you know, who turned into a man, came back to the tree. And the tree was so excited. Come play with me, the tree said. I don't have time to play. I have to work for my family. We need a house for shelter. Can you help me? Sorry, I don't have a house, said the tree. But... You can chop off my branches to build your house. So the man cut off all the branches of the tree and left happily. The tree was glad to see him happy, but the boy didn't come back after, after a while. He didn't come back. And the tree was lonely again and sad. One hot summer day, this grown man returned and the tree was delighted. Come and play with me, the tree said. He said, I'm sad and I'm getting old. I want to go sailing to relax myself. Can you give me a boat? Use my trunk to build your boat. You can sail far away and be happy. So the man cut the tree trunk to make a boat and he went sailing and didn't come back for a very long time. Finally, The man returned after he had been gone for so many years. "'Sorry, my boy. I don't have anything for you anymore. "'No more mangoes to give you,' the tree said. "'I don't have teeth to bite,' the man replied. "'No more trunk for you to climb on. "'I'm too old for that now,' the man said. "'I really can't give you anything. "'The only thing left is my dying roots,' the tree said with sadness.' Well, I don't need much now, just a place to rest. I'm tired after all these years, the man replied. Good. Old tree roots are the best place to lean on and rest. Come sit down with me and rest. The boy sat down and the tree was glad and smiled. Now, what is the moral of this story, beautiful people? Well... There are people in our lives that want nothing but the best for us. Show them your appreciation and be sure to remember not to take them for granted.
0: Can they be that close Just let me stay for the record We're giving life. chance for
2: was Sister Sledge with their mega hit We Are Family. It was composed by Bernard Edwards and Nile Rodgers. Initially when it was offered to Atlantic Records they declined and the track was released in 1979 as a single from the album of the same name. It gained club and radio play becoming their signature song. It went gold becoming the number one R&B and number two pop song on the American charts in 1979. And that was behind Hot Stuff by Donna Summer, right? We Are Family, Mm, love that song. And it was followed by our last song of the evening, which is very fitting, Last Dance, also by Donna Summer. And it was from the soundtrack album to the 1978 film, Thank God It's Friday. Last Dance became a critical and commercial success Winning the Academy Award, Golden Globe, uh, for Best Original Song, a Grammy Award for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance, and it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1978. Well, kings and queens, it looks like we've come to the end of another show. I do hope that the information provided will be of help to you. Remember, it's always a good idea to do your own research, no matter what the topic is, especially if your life is involved. It is both a pleasure and an honor to be here with you in the village each and every week. I welcome you to join me. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and I look forward to being with you all again here in the Village every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please be sure to follow Village Mentality on Instagram at villagementality.ckm, as in Mary, and on Facebook at Village Mentality, the podcast. You can also catch all episodes of Village Mentality on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and there are links to each episode available on Instagram, again, at villagementality.ckm, as in Mary, and Facebook at Village Mentality, the podcast. You can also catch it at the com backslash village hyphen mentality. And just remember that God has got me and he's got you too. Be blessed, beautiful people. And here's to brighter days.
0: She's so the yeah. Everybody's
1: running scared. We used to be so carefree. We used to be so happy. Used to have everything we need. He's right.